Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here in the guest segment of the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining. It's always a pleasure and a privilege to come before you. And we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time, but time is short, folks. This Maricopa County situation is the last line of defense for free elections in America because if we don't bring attention to this, HB1 or HR1 and SB1 are going to pass, and that'll be the end of free elections at all. The Democrats will control everything and will be continually, perpetually under communist rule. So, folks, share this show. And along these lines, we have, <coughs> excuse me, Rich, uh, Sheriff Richard Mack on, and he's going to share his uh, sheriff's perspective with us on some of these events and other related events. But before we go to the sheriff, need to let you know, first of all, if you're worried about all the communication going down and you've heard so much talk about that, do what I did. I went and got a sat phone for everybody and her family. That way we're never separated. The government can't penetrate this. The government can't take it down. Of course, they could catch you and take the phone away from you. And I want you to find out more by calling 855-980-5830. Ladies and gentlemen, do you have your food? Well, if we enter into hyperinflation, which is a real possibility, you won't be able to afford to get storable food. The time for procrastination is over. If you don't get it from us, get it from somebody. $50 off the four-week package. You can order multiple sets to save the money each and every segment of your order. And you get 2,000 calories per day, restaurant quality, and 25-year shelf life. Go to preparewithdave.com. And then finally, Richard Mack needs no introduction. Everyone knows who he is. I've admired Richard Mack long before he ever knew who Dave Hodges was. He took on the nefarious Clintons on a gun control issue and won in the Supreme Court. It was a classic David versus Goliath case, and this catapulted the sheriff into a position of well-known national notoriety, well-deserved, and today he travels around the country. We'll have him talk about that a little bit on terms of how you can follow his good work, and he gives seminars to sheriffs about how to properly enforce the Constitution as it is written. Richard, thank you so much for joining. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Well, thanks, my friend. Thank you so much. And uh, what was the name of that phone that you talked about at the beginning? It's called the Galaxy, and uh, it's a great Galaxy. sat phone, and and I've become an advertiser for them, but I'm a customer. <laughs> I don't take on products unless I really believe in them. I think you might need them someday or need them now, right. and, and uh, I'm convinced. I mean, this is something that I think if people have the money, the discretionary funds, this is indispensable. And I'll give that number out again one more time. 855-980-5830. I know the owner, and the owner is a legal refugee and a citizen of the United States, came here to escape tyranny. And I'll tell you what she told me. She said, Dave, I'm concerned that we're becoming like the country I left. And I hear that from a lot of immigrants. We are becoming a oh, communist yeah. nation right before our eyes. Yeah, there's no question about that. Uh, I have a friend that's from Russia. She said there's more now than there is here. Yeah. <laughs> Careful. Uh, Biden did that executive yeah. order on Russia, and if you say something positive, they can come and take everything you own and what your family owns. Oh, yeah. Forgot so, that part. <laughs> yeah, they could go after your sons who don't even live in the state. It, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um the tyranny. But anyway, you and I talked yesterday, and I want to use one thing as a starting point. It's my belief there's two events going on right now. One, and it's really quiet. Paul Preston, very good friend of mine, head of the New California 51st State Movement, the popular host of the top digital radio program in America, 
Agenda 21 Radio. Paul has filed a lawsuit in California Superior Court. They have survived summary judgment. The courts are obviously slow walking this through. They don't want this done, but there are millions of ballots that were improperly printed. They can't count. And Paul said this election's null and void. Now, he's expecting chicanery from the courts, but they're going to have a hard time dismissing this case. The other epicenter of election resistance to fraud is right here in our own home county, Sheriff, as you know, and that's the Maricopa yeah. County Audit. And I have never seen such obvious, blatant cover-ups and obstruction of justice from public officials um, as I've ever seen, except one other time. Do you remember the Paul Peterson case in 2019? The county assessor who ran a child trafficking operation and a baby selling operation, and everyone knew knew it was about eventual sex trafficking, and he was bringing in kids from the Marshall what? Islands. Do you remember all that? He had homes in East Mesa, and he made 70000 a year, and he was the only one prosecuted. Penzone didn't go after him. Uh, the governor didn't get involved uh, publicly, and uh, the uh, Maricopa County Board of Supervisors did not direct prosecutors or the law enforcement to really go after us. It was the feds that busted this guy, and they got nobody else. And that guy didn't run that operation on 70000 a year. So I just wanted to use these as starting points to show that what my friend Lorraine King said to me when I came to Arizona, she had just unsuccessfully run for office as a Democrat. And she said, hi, Dave, welcome to Arizona. We have the best politicians yeah. that money can buy. Okay, I'm going to throw it to you now yeah. for your perception of the county election and Paul Penzone coming out and saying this audit's much crap. There's really several facets of this. Um, the first one that just makes me laugh when you first brought it up, uh, it just made me laugh because uh, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, county commissioners, uh, have uh, tried to stop this from the get-go. They have never cooperated. And so yesterday, uh, the Senate, the, the legislature in Arizona, uh, all uh, had a meeting, a public meeting, to try to get to the bottom of why the, the county board of supervisors won't cooperate and just ask a few questions so that they could uh, move on with the uh, recount verification. And they said, oh, we're not going to cooperate anymore because you ask us to do too much. You're asking us to do too many things, and we're just not going to cooperate anymore because this is a sham. Well, why not? If you really believed it was a sham, why not try the other approach and totally cooperate and then jump up and down and celebrate how you made it, made them all look stupid and how you made Trump look stupid and how you made all the Republicans in the state look stupid? Why not totally cooperate and then say, look, see, we totally cooperated. You verified the vote just like we said. We told you it wasn't a sham, and now you've embarrassed yourselves to the nth degree before the whole world. Why would they not do that? Wouldn't they love to just embarrass the heck out of all of them? Mm -hmm. But no. Well, unless they, they had something to no matter hide. What, they do not cooperate. Oh, yeah. The only reason in law enforcement, I found out, the only reason that people try to act like they have something to hide is because they have something to hide. <laughs> and then they get these Republican uh, 
shields to come out and say, oh, you're embarrassing us, Republican legislators. Why are you doing this? We all know it was a good election. We all know it was fair and balanced, and that uh, the election results across the nation were fine. Has anybody ever stopped to ask just one simple question? Is How easy is it to hack into very, very secure, high-rated computers in this country? Let's see. Did we just have that happen with a major uh, oil distribution mm-hmm. in this country? Yes, we did. And they paid eight, uh, $18 million in, in bogus ransom. They should have never paid that because now they're just going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they paid – so the oil companies paid $18 million so they could get their oil back. Uh, and this was just because they hacked into their computers. And uh, the Pentagon has had their computers hacked in before. We know that Middle Eastern countries have hacked into our computers. We know that Russia has hacked into our computers. China has hacked into our computers. And yet they're going – every Democrat is going to tell us and every major mainstream news media is going to tell us that this election was verified. It was all up and up. There was no voter fraud even though several people in Texas have been arrested for voter fraud, serious, serious voter fraud. And yet they want us all to believe and drink their Kool-Aid that this is uh, uh, this, this was a verified, upfront, honest election. Yet it was all computerized. Mm-hmm. Astonishing, astonishing, and absolutely ridiculous that anybody – would oppose someone trying to verify a computerized vote. Well, there was such... So that's the first one that gets to me. I agree. Go ahead. Of course, these honest socialists with the Board of Supervisors in Maricopa County, which is the greater Phoenix area, refuse to cooperate because they're asking them to do too much. Oh, my gosh. What a great opportunity for the Democrats... And the Democrats even filed suit to stop the recount. Why? Don't you want to verify everything that you've said all along? The, the, the election is great. They literally filed a lawsuit to stop the recount. How – I mean how obvious can you get? We know the election was great, but we're going to file a lawsuit to stop anybody trying to verify that it was great. We know it was fair and honest, I agree. but we're going to file a lawsuit against anybody who wants to try to see if it was. Dave, it, is it so stupid? And and what an opportunity they're missing to prove to everybody that it was honest and fair. Oh my gosh! Well, uh, they also left a trail a, that shows their uh, their um, obfuscation of the facts. Let me just give you one example: the demand for the uh, voter machine codes went back to the initial request prior to going to court to get a court order to do so. Now, magically, yesterday, these codes just show up with Sheriff Penzone, who has a built-in excuse for not releasing because it could compromise other types of activities. Now, here's what bothers me. This has been months, and all the Board of Supervisors had to say in that part of the subpoena was we can't give you what we don't have. The sheriff has that. And wasn't the sheriff duty-bound to volunteer that once the subpoena was issued? Well, yeah, duh. 
Uh, and I don't mean to be honestly, stupid, but I do want to cover the point. <laughs> no, but he is. <laughs> you're not going to stop him from being stupid. I guess yeah. if you have a D at the end of your name, you're a dumbass. You know, and so that's just kind of what's happening here. Uh, it's it just so astonishing that, that uh, he could be playing games with this uh, recount because most of it's none of his business. And even that he held those numbers, why was he asked to hold them? And, you know, okay, so uh, he's the top law enforcement official and protector of uh, what? Protector of the election codes? I guess if they asked him, I guess it would be okay for him to do that. Uh, but then for him to get involved in this in any other way, whoever, if a state legislature issued a subpoena to get that information, which they did at the very beginning, and guess who refused to go along with the subpoena? The county board of supervisors. They had a legal and lawful appropriate subpoena, and they all said, this is at the very beginning, at the very beginning of this whole thing, and they refused to cooperate. And they had nothing else going on before that with this uh, recount. And so they refused the subpoena, and then the legislature, the Senate, was voting to hold them in contempt because they disobeyed it. And some Republican idiot, uh, I think it's Breyers, something Breyers, anyway, he said that he was tired of the sham and wanted to put an end to this and wanted to stop the embarrassment to, of the Republican Party. So as a Republican, he voted not to hold them in contempt. And had he voted the other way, they would have been held in contempt. And so there's just so much subterfuge here. It's it's really mind-boggling. It, it'll blow your mind to just check through this whole thing. And there's these Democrats. Oh yeah, this is standard operating procedure. Uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna cooperate because this is a sham. Okay, it's a sham. Go expose it. But there was a court order no, that ordered them to give yeah. the information up. It doesn't matter if it's a sham. It doesn't. And and you would think that you would not in any way put yourself in a position of being held in contempt of court if the legislature sends you a subpoena. You would think right then and there, well, our obligation is to follow the law. And this is a lawful subpoena, so we better do it. So I, I'm just I'm just uh, wondering when the, all these cooks are going to go to jail. But obviously it's not going to be investigated by Sheriff Penzone because he came out and said how stupid the recount was. That's none of his damn business what the recount is. He's the top law enforcement officer of the county. He should be providing security to make sure that this recount is done properly and that they are allowed to conduct this recount, whether he likes it or not, whether he believes in Republicans. Republican recounts or Democrat recounts doesn't matter one iota. He's way overplaying his hand, and now he's putting himself in the same category as the the rest of the socialists on the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. That they're we're not going to cooperate, and we're going to act like all the other Democrats and say this is a sham, and we're not going to cooperate with this sham because we don't want to embarrass the Republican Party and all the Republicans. We don't want to embarrass. Uh, Donald Trump, who said that this was uh, going to prove that he won the election. So prove him wrong, and then you guys can have the biggest party. I'll come to it. I'll help pay for the party. Mm, I know. Well, let's go. What a ridiculous... Oh, you know, I, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I want to talk about this one guy and just give you my take and have you respond to it. The new county recorder, 
a guy named Stephen Reischer. Um, he's making the rounds on national media, and he's not attacking facts. His only rationale is that if this was a fraudulent election, I wouldn't have been elected as a Republican. I'm saying, look, dumbass, this was about Trump. This wasn't about all Republicans. And, and then he goes on to just use name-calling, which is, this is insanity, this is a farce, but he doesn't have any facts. Okay, so now he's standing at, at the yesterday at the Maricopa County um, impromptu emergency meeting to address these issues, and he says, this is totally unnecessary. And I'm thinking, well, how would you know? You weren't even the presiding county recorder at the time of the election. But then he went on no, to something that no one else has caught, Sheriff, and this is what really bothered me. He admitted there were election improprieties in 2016 and again in 2018 in his address to the county supervisors. And I'm thinking right there, you got a history of problems. That alone should be enough to look into this. I mean, he tripped himself up. He was stupid. Well, he is, and he I, I think he just really loving uh, making the rounds on the national media. I, and I don't even know why he would do that, because that just really exposes yourself and, and uh, for a lot of scrutiny, just like you pointed out, because he's not dealing with any uh, facts. Uh, you know, you would think he would be dispelling all of that. Um, but, you know, with all that has gone on in our country pursuant to the election of 2020, why not have a few recounts? Why not have some verification of these yeah. uh, computers? Why, wh you know, why would we not be a little bit more prudent? Uh, even Barack Obama said that both parties, he said, and I thought he should have been accused of, of being a little bit racist with his comment because he said both parties have monkeyed around with elections. You know, it, 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 <laughs> yeah, I hear I what you're saying. I, I hear it. Around with something. Yeah, I know. That's a, well, that's yeah, if you, said, if you said that, you'd never hear the end of it. You know, um, Sheriff not. makes racist but, remarks on radio show. I know, I know, I hear you. Yeah. But I'm going to answer your question in part. Um, why aren't they, um, you're right, why not come out with this? And my answer is, as you said in the very beginning, because they have something to hide. It should be obvious. Of course to someone like Ray Charles who couldn't see how much corruption yeah. there is here. Let, let me just um, bring this to the to, to a different level here because I know you have information on Penzone's campaign finances. Um, Katie Hobbs, an absolute Nazi Democrat who actually called Trump a Nazi two days before the election on Twitter, she brought people like from the Center for Peace which was George Soros operations, and she brought them on the audit floor. It's kind of like, who were they keeping out? Um, this speaks to the influence, in my humble opinion, of George Soros. Yeah, and there's been several reports uh, that have circulated, and I, you know, I, I feel like calling Penzone and saying, hey, I read several uh, articles on the internet and in other periodicals that say that. Uh, George Soros funded your campaign. Uh, I've even heard uh, one of the candidates <laughs> say that you got funded by George Soros. Uh, why don't you make a public statement instead of making public statements that don't have anything to do with your business as sheriff regarding uh, the recount here in Maricopa County? Because you're not – you have nothing to do with that whatsoever unless you were asked to help provide security, which is very lacking, by the way. Uh, and, and, and then just make a statement that, no, 
you receive no money directly or indirectly from George Soros, and and why not expose the whole thing of where you got your money uh, for your campaign? And uh, let's see if you know the, the article I read said two million dollars. Did you spend two million dollars on your campaign? That would be really high for a for a uh, county sheriff election, even in Maricopa County. Yeah. But how much did you spend? Where did you get it? Did did George Soros donate it to the Democrat Party and then they gave it to you? Was it vicariously done or was it directly done? And let's get this let's get this exposed and let's be honest and transparent about w- what you did with your campaign funds and who they came from. And and why not in- address that? Because that's a that's a way bigger issue than how he feels about this recount. None of his business. No, I, I, I totally agree with you. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and you can saw the limb off, Sheriff, because we're good enough friends that we can survive this. But I, I follow Georgia very carefully, and I am satisfied that um, Kemp and Rasberger, the two top Georgia officials, both Republican, both with a long documented history of relationship with Communist China. The story is Communist China, using third-party corporations, gave bribe money to family members, not to the officials themselves, but to family members. And I'm satisfied that's been well documented. Um, in fact, there's been some foul play potentially associated with this. Um, I, I'm i going to just throw this out, and I know it's controversial, <clears throat> but I read a few years ago, excuse me, that Ducey was hosting communist officials, and he said, uh, Arizona is a good trading partner for you. We have rare earth minerals. No big deal. But then he said, this could be good for your military. Very big deal, because we were having confrontations in the South China Sea. And then Ducey's actions further get suspicious, because the state Senate asked to be reconvened so they could begin the election audit process uh, before the January 6th certification vote in Congress. And Ducey refused, and they they weren't allowed to come back in until January 13th. Everything I look at with Ducey was about helping keep the state senate away from looking at the facts and i suspect communist china involved in a third party way um, to be involved in this election and i think the same can be said for the county supervisors and i'm calling for people to investigate their campaign finances and the corporations that donate and who they're associated with well i'd like to see if any of that has happened since the recount started too i i think the 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 bribery um what possibilities and the bribery scrutiny should happen since the Republicans announced they were going to do this recount. Uh, man, oh man, this really looks, this really stinks. I mean, it just stinks. And a lot of this, I admit, is speculation, but it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good cr- from a criminal standpoint. It doesn't look good from a transparency t- uh, uh, standpoint. And these these people that continuously act like they have something to hide and then hide behind because this recount is a is a sham why would you care one way or another if it's a sham why well sheriff let me let me share you have so much to gain by going along with it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i agree but let me share with you along the same lines i'm not going to expose these people um but i have four colleagues in the independent media who were contacted either by phone or by email 
by people that want to see the audit go away. And they attacked me vociferously and tried to remove them as supporting me because they were running my articles on their website or they said things on their radio show. In fact, one person uh, was actually told, and I'll quote, you follow this line with Dave Hodges, you could end up getting killed. And this is an individual who I get about, oh, I'd say 30, 40% of my information on Arizona because he is well-connected and I'm able to go out and search for confirmation material on what he has told me. And, and so it, these people are now intimidating my colleagues and a thinly veiled death threat to go with it. Yeah, that, uh, see that kind of stuff. You just, you know, I guess they're trying to make a movie, you know, and put this out in a, in a spy thriller or something. It just is mind boggling how dishonest, uh, and corrupt this all is. Um, and you know, I was talking to a friend yesterday and, uh, she said, freedom, liberty in America is impossible. She goes, I know you're spending all your time trying to restore liberty in America, but it's impossible. And we were talking about this sort of thing, all of this, the, the recount, um, the protests going on all over the world, the wars and rumors of wars and what's going on in America. Look, look alone what Biden is doing. Look at what. Ducey. Ducey came out with another commercial about why everybody should get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And he actually said that thousands and thousands of tests were done on the, these vaccines before. That's not true. The, they were brought. No, it's a flat out lie. Yeah, it is. And, and, and so he's lying to get everybody vaccinated. You just see the commercial that he was doing for Big Pharma or even even worse. Uh, about all of that and maybe you know they said from the get-go our anti-ducey rally a year ago at the state capitol uh, a nurse announced that he had money in all of these vaccine companies mm -hmm. yeah he's on and the so, board of tgen i've covered this extensively and tgen yeah, has yeah, definitive yeah, ties to vaccines and bill gates so yeah. as a governor it doesn't matter if he did anything wrong which he did but you can't even mm -hmm. afford the appearance of impropriety yeah, and and so and look at this. You mentioned it at the beginning, what what uh, Biden is, and you didn't even mention that he now has started a commission to stack the court, the mm -hmm. the Supreme Court. Yeah. So if those if those two bills pass about taking over the elections nationwide, which the states will still have the authority to to stop if if they'll exercise their proper uh, sovereignty, uh, and I think there will be. Uh, I'm really proud of Governor Abbott, who came out yesterday and said no government, city, county, or whatever, anywhere in the state of Texas can mandate masks now. So uh, that's a that's a huge step. <clears throat> but now that they're going to, they've they've taken over the Congress, they've taken over the White House, they're going to take over and stack the deck, which would be totally illegal and probably criminal, because it's all based on. Uh, politics not on any need and uh, but you know who's going to go after the president or anybody in washington dc criminally nobody's going to do that because the thugs of the of the fbi are just following orders and they're committing so many crimes themselves so this goes back to what my friend was saying freedom or liberty 
is impossible, and including in America, where it where America is supposed to be the bastion of hope for liberty and self governance. And you know what? I I do spend my my time full time because I still believe that the sheriffs can stop all this. And and we had such a response yesterday from some sheriffs in Texas where they were so excited to be a part of this because they catch the vision of what we're doing to create constitutional sheriffs. And we had a huge rally in Lander County, this county seat being Battle Mountain on Saturday. 1,200 people show up in the rain, and the rain was off and on, and but no one left. 1,200 people stayed there in Elquist Park to listen to this, this wonderful rally uh, for liberty and that that Lander County voted unanimously to become a member of the CSPOA. They don't want to just be, in name only, a constitutional county and, and, and a, a sanctuary for the Constitution. They want to prove it by being a member of the CSPOA. It was, it was absolutely wonderful. And, and the county attorney and the sheriff and the county manager and the county commissioners were there and they accepted the plaque that I brought to them. And at the end of the plaque, it said this, freedom is the sure possession of those alone who have the courage to defend it. And that's where what my friend said can be counteracted. We can prove her wrong by having sheriffs in this country, like we just heard yesterday from Sheriff Williams and, and uh, Sheriff Lockhart, that they want to do this. They want to create uh, a constitutional state, and they want Texas to be that state. And, uh, and I'm really encouraged by uh, a lot of sheriffs in this country. Um, many of these sheriffs are coming to uh, the Red Pill Expo on the, on the 4th of June in uh, Rapid City, South Dakota, uh, where Jerry Griffin is having his uh, Red Pill Expo mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, in just a few, uh, well, just a couple of weeks now, and and so I, you know, I really had to agree with my friend that it looks like that because of all the horrible things that are going on in our country, and the swamp in Washington D.C. is so entrenched in utter corruption and dishonesty. But we're seeing it in Maricopa County right now too, but still. In these other counties, in Yavapai County, and and even for the first time in a long time, uh, in Santa Cruz County, Nogales, right on the border, where the sheriff there used to be Sheriff Estrada, and now it's a new sheriff who uh, is uh, also trying to be a constitutional sheriff. So you know where it looks the bleakest is when people really stand up, like Washington did at the Battle of Trent. Trent, it looked the most bleak for our army it looked horribly uh disadvantageous that we would do anything uh, and be able to win that war and if we didn't win the battle of trenton in december of 1776 it was all over and washington prayed and he brought in thomas Paine's american crisis and had the men all read it and they got motivated and they went back across that delaware on christmas night and took and took the, and sacked the Hessians uh, at, at the fort in Trenton uh, where they had all just been celebrating Christmas. These types of miracles, I think, are still coming our way, 
And I believe that we can take America back because I've seen too many sheriffs prove to me that they can do it and that they will do it. And Lander County just proved it. Nine sheriffs from Nevada spoke at that rally, and they all committed to the people there. We are here for you. We will protect your liberty. And we can forget Washington, D.C., because Washington, D.C. is too corrupt. Make it irrelevant, and you can make it irrelevant by having sheriffs and, and local officials in every county stand up against the subterfuge and the corruption of, D, of D.C. politicians and agents and bureaucrats and make, for instance, the IRS, make the IRS follow the law and that we will put up billboards everywhere and we will announce to the world and we will send out letters and emails to every bureaucrat and every politician in Washington, D.C. The Bill of Rights will be enforced strictly in these counties. The Bill of Rights will be enforced strictly in these counties. And, and Dave, i got to ask, who would that hurt that the Bill of Rights is enforced strictly in every county? You would think that every federal agent would say, yes, of course we support that. They won't. It'll scare them to death. And Washington, D.C. politicians will want to go after these sheriffs and arrest these sheriffs and whatever else they have to do. But yeah, there's another you know strategy, Sheriff. This is exactly what's going to what's going to happen, and we can take America back one well, sheriff at a time. There is an obstacle I want to bring to your attention. Uh, in just a minute here, I I muted myself when the F-35 flew over, but um, I, I oh, wanted to bring this. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to bring this to your attention. Uh, there is a movement. I know you're aware of it. To not make sheriffs elected, but appointed by the governor. Oh yeah, yeah, that's big time. <coughs> well, it's not as big as you think. It's getting some. It's getting some media traction. But the actual uh, changing of that and making that happen—that's going to be really difficult. But yes, uh, they've done it. They've already done it in a few places. I admit it. And they got rid of sheriffs, like I've told you before. They got the office of sheriff voted out completely in the state of Delaware about 21 years ago. Yeah. But, but yes, that they're they're trying to do that. No question. Well, anyone who wants to remove the Bill of Rights and declares people who support it to be domestic terrorists, they're communists themselves, and we're seeing this in the blue states, and they're not even hiding it any longer. No. No, they're not. Um, but yes, uh, the attacks toward sheriffs uh, are um, mounting, and uh, uh, but I think we're going to be okay there. Well, I think it's going to be hard to do, but a lot of people, I I'll just tell you a real quick anecdote. I'm in McDonald's in Surprise, Arizona, and um, I, I thank the crew person for being efficient. I just stopped to go to the bathroom, but I decided to buy a drink just to be fair. And... Um, I thanked her for her service, and I said, you know, I'm just curious about something. Do you guys ever talk about job security? And she goes, what do you mean? I said, well, the president, Biden, came out and said, we're getting rid of 90% of all red meat and that you can eat one hamburger a month. I said, that'll put you guys out of work. What? And I said, yeah, and, and that, that's not even the worst. Bill Gates has been saying for months that we should eat bugs for protein, and, and she goes, no way. She went and got her manager. So I repeated the story. <laughs> now, okay, the crew person was probably 20. Okay, I understand the ignorance. The manager was in her 30s, and she said, I don't watch the news. I've never heard of this. I said, well, this could affect your job. I would suggest you go Google this 
and look it up. And I related the story to my son and my wife, and their answer was right on the money. This is what America is becoming. Yeah, no kidding. And you said at the beginning, uh, the communism is now uh, permeating America. Uh, the, I mean, it's not, you would think it would be a little softer with a socialistic view, but, you know, socialism and communism are, are paternal twins, and uh, they're very similar. And both of them always end up with force against the people. Exactly. Uh, Round them up and, and, and shoot them. And it's been yep. that way in America for a long time. Yeah, exactly. You're so right. I want to take you back and ask you to put your speculation hat on. My sense of the, basically the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, without the legal authority to do so, declared the audit to be over yesterday. And I, I, I'm just saying, first of all, that's illegal. Um, but I'm wondering, do you think that they know they have support in the court system and they're going to get away with this? I was wondering that. Uh, I actually thought my, that to myself. I, I believe that uh, if a judge shop, uh, which happens a lot, um, they, they could uh, get some sort of satisfaction that way. Uh, but still, it exposes even going to court. What, what would they be going to court for? What is what is the issue that they could go to court for? I mean, they've already tried to file suit and and stop the whole thing. They had no grounds. I mean, you know, how how does a political party such as the Democrats or the County Board of Supervisors how do they have standing to stop an independent recount? Where is it? How is it? How are they hurt by it? You have, in order to have standing in a lawsuit to stop something, you have to be hurt by this. How are they hurt? Where does their standing come from that shows that they could possibly have damage if this recount goes through? The only logical answer is they lose. If they expose the truth, they lose big time. They lose their careers. They lose face. They put Trump back as president, and that's a possibility, and that's where all this lies. They know if this goes out and Trump wins Maricopa County, Trump then will demand a recount in all of these other states that border uh, the uh, swing states, and Trump gets back in as president, and there's no way they can have – they'll fight this tooth and nail, and, and that's why they have some Republicans on their side because there's – a lot of Republicans that didn't like Trump either. This is one of the most huge. This is the is it the hugest hugest. This is the <laughs> biggest story. <laughs> this is the biggest story uh, in uh, the world. If this recount goes through and Trump wins, it's the biggest story in uh, in decades, and it also will show uh, how dishonest these people are. And, and that's – of course they have to hide it. Their, their careers and their lives are on the line here, and the survival of the Democrat Party is on the line here. There's a lot on, there's a lot on the line here. Uh, and, well, you know, and it just makes me think the more they fight it, the more Trump won. Um, well, I, I totally agree with that, but um, just – Going forward with this, 
what do you see happening? Is the is the audit can it be derailed uh, other than a judge's decision? Maricopa County can't make that declaration, but they did. Yeah, of course they couldn't. But you know they're going to still try to do everything they can uh, to sub create a, a what uh, a sub. Uh, propaganda scheme and brainwashing out there, which they've already been doing, Dave, as you well know. Every time you get on the news about anything to do with the election, and any time Trump, Trump s still has Republicans uh, pushing the lie that he won the election. And every time you say it's the lies. If it's a lie, prove to me where it was a lie. Yeah. And, well, and even... Yeah. And, and, George Stephanopoulos, I'd love to be on with him because I just he said that the election was was fine and honest. Please show me. How does he know? Did he investigate it? It shows that. He yeah, didn't investigate it. Yeah, he can't say no. that. You know, last night on Channel 3, my wife's we, we, we watched the end of a program, um, and she said, well, what do you want to turn on? And I said, oh, you got five minutes. But let's look at the local news and see how they're covering the audit results of today, which are bizarre. And they had, I forget the guy's name, he's a anchor for Channel 3. And this is, I'm sure, why Carrie Lake, uh, the best anchor, most popular, highest rated anchor in Phoenix, quit after two decades from Fox 10. Because she said the media lies to the people and I can't support that. So this guy comes on, uh, the, the male anchor, and he says, uh, Today the audit continued and there was a lot of controversy over the baseless claims that there was any election impropriety. Of course. Yeah, and, yeah. and I just shaking my head at Editorial. this. That's not news. That's called being a Democrat. Yeah, and uh, I mean they can editorialize all they want, but they're supposedly reporting the news and not editorializing. But they editorialize every time, and uh, that's why uh, Trump has always called these people fake news and uh, and dishonest, and they are. It, it is. It's just. Their opinions, and they know that if they say these lies enough, just like Hitler and many other communist dictators and and um, tyrants, they know that propaganda schemes and brainwashing works. And so you just have to keep telling the people, and then pretty soon you'll see, you'll hear kids repeating it at schools and other places, and this thing just takes off. And they know that they can win just by propaganda. Yeah. Well, I, I want to go back to the codes for a second because this is beyond bizarre, Sheriff, and I, I want to get your reaction to this. Uh, first of all, the codes go missing, and we're not giving you the codes. We're not giving you the codes. Then all of a sudden, we can't give you the codes because we don't have the codes. After months, Penzone has the codes. It's not even believable after months. They just found a convenient place no. to put them. But, but to, to continue that thought, then they had the files yesterday that were deleted and a, and a supervisor admitted yeah it was accidentally deleted and and uh, then they the supervisors accused the auditors of deleting the files and they brought that reacher in and they said to him okay here's a deleted file with a red X next to it what the hell does that mean and he couldn't answer the question and then later in the day an, a, a guy who's an auditor came in to the board of supervisors and said I've been able to recover the files I'm confused. Are you confused? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, well, you know, the truth is usually pretty easy to follow, but there's been so many lies told on this. Yeah. It's just really difficult to, fo- to follow. And, you know, it really sounds like when they got the codes to the sheriff uh, that uh, he was a probably a reluctant participant at the beginning, understanding that he has nothing to do with this recount and it has none of, does not fall under his purview, and that they were trying, the Board of Supervisors were trying to hide them even better, and they know, oh, well, what better place than the Sheriff's Office? So, so of course, and again, a lot of this is speculation, but it's also uh, pretty easy to follow the trail of subterfuge uh, by these people because uh, they've mm-hmm. been so desperate to try to hide everything and not cooperate, and that's why it was so funny that they said yesterday we're not going to cooperate anymore. Oh. Yeah, I, I said, we, really? when did that day come? Because you never have cooperated. Yeah. <laughs> but let me, let me go to something I brought up earlier, and I want to turn it into a question to you. Uh, when the subpoenas were issued by the court, and now there's court-ordered action to release the codes, uh, Penzone, if he had the codes, which I don't think they were, they were the Dominion in China. That's my personal belief, but that's a theory. But let's say he had the codes for the sake of argument. Um, mm-hmm. We already said it was he duty bound to release them. Is there a legal action the auditing team can take against Penzone for obfuscating the fact that he had the the codes by by delay? Well, if he's withholding evidence, that would really be one. If it could, and if it's. Uh if it could be considered as such to me it sounds like it is he's withholding evidence there's not a trial going on but if it were a trial uh, he could be uh, charged with that but the subpoena to release the codes sure let me let me just stay well that's that's another thing was the subpoena delivered to him or to the board of supervisors does it have to be delivered to him for him to respond or is he duty bound to follow what he know has been ordered well, for him to be held accountable, it has to be something to do with him. Okay. And he'll go. What he should do morally is, as soon as he knows that there's a subpoena to them, he goes. He should come out and say, "Oh yes, they did give me these. Obviously, they've been subpoenaed uh, by uh, the state or whatever, the court. Uh, and so here they are. I, I will. I will do what the board of supervisors should have done, and." Here they are. They gave them to me for safekeeping. That's fine. But now there's a subpoena, and I have an obligation to make sure that these get to the proper authority. Yeah, this, That's what he should yeah, say. Exactly. This speaks so clearly to cover-up. Sheriff, we're getting short on time, so I, I, I've got to do due diligence here. You do such great work educating the people and educating other sheriffs about the Constitution. Talk for a couple minutes about what you do and how people can follow you. All right, well, thanks. As I was saying earlier, um, there's a lot of sheriffs uh, that are starting to wake up. Sheriff Williamson in um, Texas, especially him, he went to our conference in February, and he said the light went on. He said, I am ready to work with you in any capacity that I can. Well, he's going to be on our panel uh, at the Red Pill Expo here in a couple of weeks in Rapid City, South Dakota. Uh, And what a great freedom state that we've picked to do that. The sheriffs have proven over and over the past 16 months that they can stop tyranny, that they can stop political corruption and tyranny. This is happening. It's real. Uh, The nine sheriffs that spoke in Lander County proved that what we're doing is working. Now we need to make this bigger 
better and faster and well-financed. And that's where your people come in and the people of America come in. There's something everyone can do. Be a part of this. Help finance it. We're, I'm going on tour right now. Uh, I've already The tour actually started in Lander County on Saturday. I've got two events this weekend in New Hampshire and New York. It's going to be 84 events, and I'm going to even be doing more because I'm going to be coming back and forth to sheriff seminars all across the country. I'm going to be dedicating my life the next four months to this holy cause of liberty because I think we're at a, 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 a the cusp of making this really happen. And so CSPOA.org is where everyone can join the CSPOA. Yes, everyone can join. Everyone can donate. Uh, join the CSPOA posse and become a part of the holy cause of liberty, a, a, a very effective and peaceful solution that is for all people, all races, all creeds. Join us, help us, and be with us in this holy cause of liberty. Yeah, and I'm sure the Biden administration is painting you as domestic terrorists. But I want just one question about the uh, posse. Uh, you do not have to be a member of law enforcement to join, correct? Correct. A posse is the people. Exactly. Yes. Excellent answer. Sheriff, we got more than we bargained for here, sir. And I know you've got to go because you're going to be on the run. You've got meetings to go to and so forth. But on behalf of my audience, number one, thank you for the great work you do across the board. Number two, thank you for your extreme candor in this interview. It's greatly respected. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dave. I'll see you soon. Okay.